0: welcome back my traveling goddesses. I hope your day is treating you well. I appreciate you coming on in and listening to today's episode and I hope whatever you are doing today, you are doing with a pure heart. And as always, grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever it is that soothes your soul and let's dive in. All right, y'all. Welcome back, my love books. Spring has officially sprung. And I know it's kind of been a minute since it has, but I just can't shut up about it. And I just feel like I have to just announce it every single time because the sun is out. Um, It's always that fun moment when you're like waking up from a nap. You, feel, you just feel like so refreshed. You're ready to kind of take on the day as long as it wasn't like a 30-minute nap, but more like a 10, 15 minute nap. Well, I feel the same thing when the seasons are changing. It's like winter is this huge, long siesta for us all. And then all of a sudden we wake up and the sun is out and about and we're like, hey, and here I am. So with that being said, today I am diving into the fun, fun city of St. Louis, Missouri and some fun Airbnb tips and tricks, traveling hacks, and ways to explore this beautiful city and what it truly has to offer, which to my dismay was super surprising. So as always, uh, let's just get into it. So a couple things before we get fully into the episode, because if you listen to my podcast, you know, I've kind of been absent. I've been in and out of the studio the past six to eight months, just with a lot of life happenings and traveling and all that stuff. And I love to podcast. I love to make these episodes for everyone to hear because I feel like people enjoy them. And if they don't, I just enjoy making them. And it's great. So a little bit of a life update. We are moving, yay, we're moving from the city of Chicago, and it has been pretty crazy trying to coordinate everything just so specifically to where, you know, our lease starts on a certain day, so we have to, like, travel around for a while, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, both myself and Jared love to do that, so it has been quite the treat, and it has definitely gone by a lot faster than anticipated. So with that being said, I've been in and out of the studio and I do apologize. I love, love, love to do this. So I'm definitely happy to be back with a little bit of downtime this week to be able to do it. And with that, traveling around, I must say allergy medication is super important. So if you're not on it, make sure to get on it. So you don't sound like me, who's like super nasally and stuffed up. And yes, I have literally tried every medication and it's just like, it just won't stop. So um, yay, allergies. So make sure you are taking care of yourself with those vitamins and allergy medication. So yeah, just uh, a couple of life updates. But now we can get into today's episode, which is all things St. Louis, Missouri. So let me first say... I have always driven around this city to get to another destination because, uh, duh, it's the gateway to the Midwest, so you kind of have to go through it to get to certain parts of the United States. So I have definitely always admired the art from afar. So to be able to go into the depth of the city itself was honestly and truthfully a great time. And this is not to go without saying, St. Louis kind of gets a bad rap for their crime rates, which is really terrifying, but like any place in the whole entire world, you have to be mindful. You have to make sure you're looking at your surroundings, kind of being aware of your surroundings and to just be smart, not stupid about things. So I definitely keep that in mind when exploring new areas. While it can be super exciting, you also have to be pretty diligent about where you are and just kind of who you're around. So, um, we came in with a group of friends, and this was actually a rescheduled trip. So the first time we were going to meet up was a couple of months prior, but a winter storm took that opportunity away because, you know, snow, ice, roads—not not not the best combination. Now, luckily, our Airbnb was totally able to reschedule, no problem, no additional fees or anything like that, so that is always a good sign. So, upon arrival, we are driving, or (laughs) droving, yes, we were driving through. We were driving through what almost seemed like a totally deserted city, to be honest. Um, Pretty creepy, absolutely beautiful, but, uh, you know, the architecture and atmosphere is very nice, but you know you're driving through like uh that city that's just like super sleepy and it just looks kind of like at any time a zombie apocalypse could take place that was downtown st louis for me i was like all right there's like papers blowing in the wind like there's nobody out walking It's really windy. Um, Where are the zombies at? Because I know they're about to attack us. So, you know, just kind of that weird, eerie feel. Um, And we uh, stayed downtown. uh, I almost said Chicago. Oh my gosh. We stayed downtown St. Louis. So that was really nice. Um, We all checked into the Airbnb. We met up with our local friend so he could show us around. Um, We went to like the little Mexico of St. Louis neighborhood area and we ate at a nice Mexican restaurant, absolutely delicious food. I do this every time though. It said spicy shrimp quesadilla, and I was like, how spicy is spicy? And they're like, meh, it's not that spicy. I was like, okay. So I order it, uh, with much regret after because I finally get it, and I was like, this is not gonna be too spicy. Well, of course, it was. So I had to trade tacos with Jared, which he doesn't care because he loves food, and spicy. So, uh, I got stuck with some amazing carne asada tacos, which I was not mad about. Uh, And they had queso, which, I mean, if you know me, you know I love queso. And in Illinois and in Chicago in general, there was no queso anywhere. So this was definitely a happy moment for myself and Jared. So this part of St. Louis was really fun. It had a nice little like old town feel. Uh, We went to a couple little bars, including a small Mexican market, which was super fun. And I know we had just eaten, but I wanted to just buy everything, of course. You know, they have, like, the fresh meat. They have, like, the rice, the beans, the fun toppings, the little baby lucas. Like, just all the fun things. And you just want to pack it all in, you know? (laughs) But nonetheless, we uh, took an Uber uh, to another part of town, One thing that was really great about this city though is that Ubers are not crazy expensive and honestly there were a ton of them so that was never a huge issue which was absolutely great because you know some cities are just super overpopulated and not only are tourists getting Ubers but everyone else is wanting an Uber too. You know, maybe they're carless or, you know, they're going to a friend's house. They don't want to drive. So this was a really nice perk of being in the city. We could just get a Uber kind of on the fly. It wasn't super expensive. And for the most part, it fit all five of us. Well, I'm sorry, all four of us. And then when we had the fifth person, then we could all just go in his car. So, a couple amazing food and cocktail spots. I would love to mention them all, but that would be a very long episode. And I already hurt you guys uh, the last time I made my Chicago episode, which I should have split in two parts. So, this might be a two part series. So, just stay tuned for that. Um, A huge, huge part of our trip was being the foodies. And there's nothing wrong with being a foodie as long as the food is great. And let me tell you, this was definitely a cuisine centered trip. Uh, Cuisine centered and also touristy centered because we explored a lot of the main attractions of the city itself. So we are going to get into a couple of those recommendations and as always this is going to be located on my Bimble which is B-I-M-B-L-E and that is an app you can download and it's basically Pinterest for your travels. You just update and put where you are at, You can uh, create different city bipples where you can be like oh this is a great day of adventure so of course this is not sponsored this is just an app that i just absolutely love and i try to use every single time i'm traveling because it it's basically like a diary you can just do it as you go and then it makes it a lot easier to recommend places instead of like trying to google a place with like vague keywords like a really great place in st louis that had good tacos like it's it's definitely a great way to keep track of it so yeah to start things off i love a great hotel or airbnb where right down the street you can get a nice decent cup of coffee and that is totally what i did one morning uh right down the street like less than a block and a half away I'm sorry, less than a block away. It was called Park Avenue Coffee. It's a local chain and it was absolutely delicious. Let me tell you, I felt like a true city girl. Uh, I took Camden down from the elevator on the fourth floor and went through the gated or like the locked doors and we walk across the street and I was like, oh my gosh, I need some coffee. So I go in and I got um, one of their signature drinks. It's called a brown sugar lavender latte. I got it iced and oat milk because I love my stomach sometimes. And oh my gosh, it was so good. Just absolutely good. And just so you know, or maybe you don't care, I usually get half the sweetener because I don't like it super duper sweet. So that's kind of the trick with any coffee drink that is going to be special. I just get half the sweetener and then oat milk because I can't drink milk. So which let me say i am so happy oat milk is a thing because if i had to drink almond milk every single day of my life it would be awful and i just wouldn't i would just drink black coffee even though i do sometimes it just would be a thing so a couple other spots around the airbnb were a couple of different convenience stores, which also disclaimer, uh, a lot of them close around or before 8 p.m. So if you are like out at like 8 9 o'clock and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to get like a bar of soap or like some laundry detergent, they're not open. So you have to drive somewhere. So that was definitely, that would have been good to know beforehand, but we didn't know. So that's how we found out. Uh, a couple of speakeasies were around the corner. There was a lot of food, restaurants, and a tap house and wine bar, like less than like two minutes away. And we didn't have time to explore that, but it was just good to know that that was there in case we wanted to like go have a nightcap or just like hang out, and listen to some music. So all in all, our spot was a really great spot in relation to tourist attractions and surrounding neighborhood areas for exploration. And we did have the option to street side park or side street park, whatever, park on the street. But instead we opted for the parking garage, which here's a little trick. If you get out by a certain time, you won't be charged for another day. But of course we found that out too late because that's all about this. This is what this podcast is about is just trying to figure out the travel hacks, tips, and tricks throughout our travels. So that is definitely something I would take into account if you don't want to be charged for a third day or the next day whenever you are trying to leave. So yeah, we are going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. All right, you know those days where the coffee just like is moving in your brain and you can't find the words to match what's in your brain because you just want to say so many things but the coffee's like kicking in your brain and you're like I have so many things to say and you just mum- you just like kind of trip over your words that's today y'all that's today so moving along a couple of spots up next super fun and fabulous and get ready for a little bit of history We made it down to what is known as the Grove, uh, the Grove Neighborhood, Grove Neighborhood. They have a fun street sign arc with it on it saying the Grove. Absolutely fabulous. It's lit up, makes you feel like you're kind of in a fun little strip, which I mean you are. So also known back in the late 19th century as the Manchester Strip. So that was the original name of this neighborhood. It was initially created to cater to the working class population of the Forest Park Southeast neighborhood. This area known for the LGBTQ plus community sparked investment in the area. Some fun facts, starting with the Attitudes Nightclub, which opened back in the 1980s, which helped shape it into the district of entertainment, arts, fine cocktails, and dancing it is today. And let me tell you, it really is fabulous. Uh, we definitely made our way down there more than once during our our weekend stay here in Saint Louis, as it really did have a lot of the fun, fun, trendy, uh, crafty cocktail spots, which is one I'm about to tell you about. One of my favorite gems. We were just kind of, you know moseying around i was like oh my gosh there's a vinyl dj bar like this sounds amazing so it is called Ta- uh takashima record bar and this bar is known for their vinyl record dj uh, music lovers small plates and lounge seating and a fun fact about this this lounge was inspired by japanese listening bars dated back to the 1950s and honestly probably one of the better crafted cocktails i've had in a very long time and it has this fun spunky atmosphere low light a lot of lounging chair areas, some nice couches upstairs, and the staff is super awesome and has a really badass bartender who was just having an incredibly fun time making her drinks and just going into her own zone of flow. So I'll definitely post that footage on my Instagram because she was so kind to let me record her, and if you are in the area, you should definitely check her out. Um, I had a cold brew cocktail called Black Magic Woman. It had a fabulous spicy finish with a nice slight sweet bite and honestly a fantastic cold brew coffee with, um, I believe it was mezcal tequila and just honestly a great combination. Um, so th- since this is a little bit more of a crafty, classy, place. The drinks range from $13 and up, but honestly, super duper worth it. So this was definitely a fun little gem that we found. And speaking of gems, my boyfriend's friend so kindly took us up to a well-known deli the next day. So this, (laughs) this is definitely a place you have to go if you are in the area because they are absolutely well known for their homemade hot salami a St. Louis native since 1918, and also a James Beard American Classic Award winner. And let me tell you, it was a windy, windy day in the little Italy village of St. Louis. Let me set the scene for you. (laughs) Not prepared for the wind, we were just standing outside, and of course, it seemed like hours had passed, but in reality, it was only like maybe 10 minutes the line was out the door the whole entire time. And, you know, his friend was like, yeah, no, like this is an amazing place. Like the line is worth it. You know, at first when somebody tells you that you're like, okay, I guess we'll see like what's up. But no, he did not throw out a bad recommendation and it was great. So line out the door the whole time. And just when we thought the line was gone, it was back. We ordered our sandwiches, which I would like to put this out there because I did not know this, even though it kind of seems obvious in the moment. You're really excited about it and you just don't really think too much about it. So they have their special sandwiches that you can order. And then on top of that, I would definitely recommend adding on like lettuce and olives and stuff like that because it's just their basic uh, sandwich, which is delicious. But um, Jared got I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. No. I got the Italian delight, and I I got it as it came. So it was salami, black olives, onions, vinegar, oil, toasted on garlic cheese bread, and then Jared got the Hog Father, <laughs> and let me tell you, he got that. It came with salami, bacon, and hot copa, and then he added veggies on top of that. And oh my gosh, I am like drooling on the microphone. I hope there is no feedback. Um, If there is and you're in St. Louis, definitely check this place out. Oh my gosh, the bread, first off, was just incredible. It's like flaky and buttery and just delicious. And the salami, y'all, like holy guacamole, it was amazing. So I'm also here to tell you I logged on the other day and they can also ship nationwide. So definitely get you some because you will not regret it. So that was definitely a treat. And I, like I said, I'll post all this in my bimble as always, but oh my gosh, you definitely have to go. And if you can't go, I just have it shipped to you. You know, that's the beauty of the 21st century. All right. So I should have disclaimed this episode. If you are hungry and you are listening to the first half of this, go get something to eat (laughs) because if not, you're going to be hungry. All right, so a couple more restaurants that I just must mention because they made such an impact and they were honestly, truly a delight. We made our way to Katie's Pizza and Pasta Osteria on Rock Hill. And holy crap, holy, this is a nice semi-casual spot. I definitely dressed up a little bit, but I definitely could have gotten away with just jeans and a nice top with no heels. So there were five of us. So naturally we uh, made a board and we all ordered a separate dish and everyone had been here before except myself and one other. So it was definitely a pleasant surprise. Uh, oh, what did we start with? Oh my gosh. We started with this black garlic pizza burrata, burrata? Barata. And oh my gosh, I can't even. The cheese and the black garlic, that melts together so perfectly. Again, I'm drooling on the microphone. It just gives you all the dopamine that you will ever need. Uh, we each got a pasta. Uh, there was one with lemon, one a meatball lasagna, one that had black squid ink pasta. Oh my gosh, I literally I can't say anymore or I will just drive back right now and right now that would be like a six and a half hour drive which I am more than willing to do uh but seriously such a spot to go uh the wait staff was great and uh, of course like I just mentioned the food was like way past five stars in my opinion and we did order a bottle of red wine to share with the table. And I did have a house cab. I would definitely recommend just sticking with the house cap because the one that we picked out was really not that great for quite a bit more. So, yeah, that was just another fabulous spot that we had eaten at. Um, yeah, so another spot that I tried, well, that we all tried on one of the last days. Um, Let's talk all-you-can-eat sushi, right? It always sounds like a good idea in the beginning, but in the long run, you're just kind of hurting yourself. But, you know, as a gal that has never done it before, I was like, you know what? We're on a mini vacation, and it feels right, seems right, so I'm just going to do it. So I did. Um, This place was called Sushi AI, and I ate it all, kind (laughs) of. it's a great experience. I definitely tried some different sushis and also a fried Oreo for the first time, which shout out to Oreos and fryers because that was absolutely phenomenal. Um, So the deal here is you pay a certain amount. Let's just like say you pay $20 for all you can eat sushi. You can order as much as you'd like and how many times you'd like as long as you eat it all. And if the waiter comes back and sees that there is like leftovers on your plate, they'll charge you for that meal specifically. So you, you definitely have a little bit of risk here. Um, I had a seaweed roll and let me tell you, I love like seaweed snacks and like those, like, uh, like sushi. And I've never had like raw seaweed on a sushi roll. And let me tell you, that was awful. That was absolutely awful. I don't like that. I don't like a uh, sushi uh, seaweed roll. I mean, um, it was just weird. It was so weird. Um, unfortunately, my napkin got the remainder of that and nobody saw. So it never happened, right? Um, I did try something out of my comfort zone, though, and it was the octopus roll. And it was super odd in texture, kind of tough to get to, like to bite into. It was good, but it wasn't my favorite. But I'm happy I tried it, question mark. (laughs) Um, I really did hit the jackpot though with the shrimp tempura rolls, which is my absolute favorite. And they also had a St. Louis roll. So that was really delicious as well. And I just kept ordering food. And after a while I was like, okay, I got to stop at the octopus roll because clearly I'm not eating anymore. And like my stomach feels so freaking full. So definitely a great spot to go. And they also, I believe, offer a Sunday brunch. So that's also a great spot to go. So yeah, those are a couple of fabulous spots that we went to eat. Um, the boys went to brunch one of the mornings when I had to do some schoolwork, And I did arrive a little later uh, around like 1231 when their brunch menu was ending. They got unlimited mimosas or like what is it bottomless mimosa I've never really participated but I got there kind of at the S end so I did have a couple mimosas myself because Sunday uh and then I tried some of their food and it was not that good but the cool thing about this particular spot uh was that you could have a Sunday brunch game day so they had a bunch of games that you could choose from but their food really was not that tasty so I definitely I don't even remember the place so I can't even recommend going there or not going there for certain reasons. But nonetheless, it was a nice, cute little spot, and I'm happy that I did get to check it out. Also, something really fun, the city offers a lot of fabulous things, which you'll find out in next week's episode. But for now, just know if you have a group of people and you want to pedal around the city and explore uh, while drinking beer, they have a pedal pub, and I still can't convince anybody to do it, but by golly, I'll do it by myself if I have to. (laughs) A couple other spots that we went to that were pretty fun, we went to a place called Handlebar that was in the same area as the uh, record bar, the Takashima record bar. This was a super fun spot, uh, jam-packed on the weekends. It had a really fun, fun DJ, very small venue, but really pretty fun. Uh, So get ready to dance on a super sticky floor on a Saturday night. And what was cool about this place is that they had these huge bicycles out front, like uh, sculptures. And my crazy self decided that it would be a great idea to sit on one and take a picture. And I did, and I didn't fall. I got some help on, on the way down, but getting up, I was a champion and I just, I did it just absolutely well. So that was super fun. Um, There's also a place called Rehab Bar and Grill, and this is a great spot, huge venue if you're ready to dance the night away and you want to be inside or outside. They have like a really nice outdoor covered patio, and it was really, really huge. And I did get a little bit of dancing in, but not as much as I wanted to. Uh, But what is enough for me for dancing? There isn't, because dancing you can do all day, every day, at least in my world. So yeah, those are a couple spots that I really, really recommend because they are super fabulous. Uh, Definitely the spot that uh, blew me away the most with the food was Katie's Pizza and Pasta. Just seriously, I think about that black garlic bread and it just melts in my mouth. Um, And then also the deli that we went to absolutely fabulous. And I am a salami lover. So knowing about this spot now and knowing that they ship is something I will consider when we land, when, uh, when we move. And then also the record bar, uh, the Takashima record bar definitely made a very positive impact because it was just like easy to be there. You know, it's not like some different lounges and bars you go to, like, even if you're just having a water, you can just sit there and like, indulge in some intelligent conversation talking with friends and it's just a comfy little environment and the dj is like nice and subtle not like overpowering with music and the lighting is really nice we didn't have the opportunity to try any of their small plates but i imagine it is just as good as their cocktails. so definitely recommend that spot too all right next up i'm going to get into some tips and tricks of some of the spots So yeah, those are a couple of fabulous spots that we went to eat. Um, The boys went to brunch one of the mornings when I had to do some schoolwork and I did arrive a little later uh, around like 1231 when their brunch menu was ending. They got unlimited mimosas or like what is it? Bottomless mimosa. I've never really participated, but I got there kind of at the S end. So I did have a couple mimosas myself because Sunday, uh, and then I tried some of their food and it was not that good. But the cool thing about this particular spot, uh, was that you could have a Sunday brunch game day. So they had a bunch of games that you could choose from, but their food really was not that tasty. So I definitely, I don't even remember the place, so I can't even recommend going there or not going there for certain reasons. But nonetheless, it was a nice cute little spot and I'm happy that I did get to check it out. Also something really fun, the city offers a lot of fabulous things which you'll find out in next week's episode. But for now, just know if you have a group of people and you want to pedal around the city and explore uh, while drinking beer, they have a pedal pub, and I still can't convince anybody to do it, but by golly, I'll do it by myself if I have to. (laughs) A couple other spots that we went to that were pretty fun, we went to a place called Handlebar that was in the same area as the uh, record bar, the Takashima record bar. This was a super fun spot, uh, jam-packed on the weekends. It had a really fun, fun DJ, very small venue, but really pretty fun. Uh, So get ready to dance on a super sticky floor on a Saturday night. And what was cool about this place is that they had these huge bicycles out front, like uh, sculptures. And my crazy self decided that it would be a great idea to sit on one and take a picture. And I did, and I didn't fall. I got some help on, on the way down, but getting up, I was a champion and I just, I did it just absolutely well. So that was super fun. Um, There's also a place called Rehab Bar and Grill and this is a great spot, huge venue if you're ready to dance the night away and you want to be inside or outside. They have like a really nice outdoor covered patio and it was really, really huge and I did get a little bit of dancing in but not as much as I wanted to. Uh, But what is enough for me for dancing? There isn't because dancing you can do all day every day, at least in my world. So yeah, those are a couple spots that I really, really recommend because they are super fabulous. Uh, Definitely the spot that uh, blew me away the most with the food was Katie's Pizza and Pasta. Just seriously, I think about that black garlic bread and it just melts in my mouth. Um, And then also the deli that we went to absolutely fabulous and I am a salami lover so knowing about this spot now and knowing that they ship is something I will consider when we land when uh when we move and then also the record bar uh the Takashima record bar definitely made a very positive impact because it was just like easy to be there you know it's not like some different lounges and bars you go to like even if you're just having a water you can just sit there and like indulge in some intelligent conversation talking with friends and it's just a comfy little environment and the dj is like nice and subtle not like overpowering with music and the lighting is really nice we didn't have the opportunity to try any of their small plates but i imagine it is just as good as their cocktail so definitely recommend that spot too all right next up i'm going to get into some tips and tricks of some of the spots All right, y'all, so it's coming to an end this episode, and that means it's time for my favorite part of every episode, which is the tips and tricks. So here are some tips and tricks that I would recommend before you find your hotel or Airbnb, and a couple things to know about Airbnb stays that you should check out before booking. So a couple tricks go a little earlier to check out these spots. Uh, So any of the restaurants or bars, definitely try to go a little earlier to beat that crowd to get that nice, like, calm before the storm, to get that nice allure if you are wanting to kind of like explore yourself. So when we went to the Takashima bar, it was nice and quiet. We got there before a crowd came in and then people started piling in and then it got a little busier. But I was happy we when we did go because that allowed us to just kind of chill and relax. And then the more people that showed up, the louder it got. So it was definitely something that we did unintentionally, but I would definitely be intentional about about it next time That way, that way you can get your pictures in and all that fun stuff because I know everyone does it. Uh, Something that I would recommend also is Google is your best friend. Google review before you brunch. I am all about food and fun and knowing I am walking into a lovely cuisine is always a plus. And of course, not every single place is going to be like the best. However, it's definitely wise to do a little bit of research before you go to a spot where you're wanting to have a nice meal. Um, all right, so hotels and Airbnbs. I like to recommend this little tip and trick because I think it's important if you are a person that wakes up in the morning and you want coffee. So um, I really didn't even get into the details about our Airbnb, our Airbnb. However, this is all you need to know. Upon booking, definitely check those reviews and definitely, I didn't even think about this, (laughs) but check if the bath towels are normal size. It it sounds weird, but you'll thank me later if you're ever in this situation because the ones we got covered a butt cheek. I can't even make this up. I would have taken a picture, but that would have just been inappropriate. So they. (laughs) They that a butt shake. <laughs> um, the owner contacted us saying that we needed to keep it down, but we were not even partying. It was the upstairs unit, and it was like one of those high lofted apartments. So definitely just keep in mind, like, if anything like that happens, just make sure that you back yourself up. Uh, everything had been delegated and everything was fine, but it was just a misunderstanding. However, it was just kind of annoying because we were like, "Wait, we're just literally sitting here watching the Oscars," which I mean, we all know how that ended. Um, another tip or trick, especially in the COVID times, and then also you just never, you just never know if somebody really truly really cleaned something. Um, bring Lysol or Clorox wipes because some of the spots that they say are clean, or like they do like double checks of cleaning everything. They're not, they're not clean. So definitely do that. And on top of bringing some wipes like that, make sure you bring slippers or buy a cheap pair of socks or slippers that you do not mind getting dirty. And I don't know if it's just me, and this is my own phobia, but there is nothing, there is literally nothing more gross than walking around in a hotel or Airbnb or even your own house for five minutes. And then you sit down and you look at your feet and you find that they're like super gross from the floors. So just make sure you (laughs) make sure you take care of your feet. So Uh, another fun little thing. If you are in a cool Airbnb, make sure to take photos. Make sure to note take what was cool about that Airbnb, because who knows when you'll come back. And it's also a great idea if you're always looking for like new house decor, uh, decor ideas. Sometimes people do the craziest things and it comes out amazing. So that's what I would recommend. And back on the subject of coffee, like I said, it's ideal that you're near near a coffee shop anymore and it's most likely like they have a coffee shop in the units. Um, However, I would definitely recommend to bring instant coffee and creamers. They make some fancy ass instant coffees now that taste amazing. And you don't want to spend a lot on a coffee every single day. I mean, I usually try to do it once or twice when I'm visiting for a couple days just to, because that's my thing. I love coffee. So if it isn't and you want to save money, bring instant coffee and instant creamer. And so, yeah, I would definitely recommend getting your own and bringing it for your own good. And also to bring your own microwavable mug, because some of these spots have mugs, are they microwavable? Well, there's one way to find out, to put it in the microwave if it doesn't say anything underneath. Um, and I found out the hard way when we were in a hotel a couple weeks ago. It was just a paper cup. And I was like, there- this should be fine. I put it in the microwave and both Jared and I smell something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this cup at the bottom, there must have been some type of plastic because it started burning. It was crazy. All I wanted was a hot tea. It takes less than two minutes to nuke in the microwave, but the, <laughs> it did not go over too well. But you know, all is well, all is well. But yeah, those are a couple tips and tricks of being in the Airbnbs, checking them out, and also um, a couple tips on ordering food. If you are out with a couple people or you are out with your significant other, instead of ordering, you know, like an appetizer and two different meals, try to see if they can do half portions so you can try everything or see if they have a platter of something to where you're able to kind of try a little bit of everything without having to order a whole order of just, you know, a couple things. It's not only going to be less expensive, but it's also allowing you to test out the different cuisines that they have. And also a nice little trick is to make sure if you are drinking a glass of wine and you intend on having More than a glass each to just buy a bottle. It's gonna be cheaper. And um, who doesn't like to order a bottle of wine? Like, hello, waiter, waitress. Like, we'd like a bottle of blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, here we go. So, um, yeah. One last little trick and tip here make sure you tip your wait staff and make sure you are nice to them because they are going through a lot in these trying times. So, Definitely keep that in mind when you are ordering your food. Well, love bugs, I am super happy that you tuned in today's episode. So again, thank you as always for taking the time to drop in, listen to my recommendations and a bit of my travel stories. And you can support this podcast for free. Hello, by following it on Spotify and on my other social media platforms. So make sure you hop on and follow me on Insta at the Traveling Goddess33, TikTok at the Traveling Goddess33, Bimble, the Traveling, the Travel Goddess and it is all as always going to be listed in the description of this episode. I hope you all have a absolutely beautiful week and if there is one thing to do this week it is to do something for yourself and to be intentional about it. You are incredible and you are amazing. Happiness starts with you my loves and find out what that happy is. So, without further ado, I will see you next week for St. Louis Part 2 (laughs) Did not mean to rhyme, but I also couldn't help that one. It just kind of rolled off my tongue. Where I will talk about the tourist attractions that we explored, the places we want to go, and how it went during our visits. So, as always, stay beautiful, and I will see you next week.